Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. This video will look at various workflows that allow you to seamlessly interchange your work between different core creative environments within Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced. The previous videos covered story-centric and desktop-centric workflows. We either used batch or batch effects in the timeline to complete the work. However, there are no actual barriers preventing you from using the timeline, batch effects and batch all together in a single comprehensive workflow. Thinking about it differently, there is an underlying relationship between your datasets and the way you view them. So a clip is a timeline, which is a flow graph, which is a clip. One dataset in a pipeline but represented in different views best suited for certain tasks. In fact, there is no official creative starting point in the application and you have total freedom to move your datasets between various states when you feel it is required. The bottom line is that all workflows are dictated by the job and typically it is not a unidirectional workflow. So here are a few round-tripping scenarios. We'll start in the timeline using our Timeline Effects tools, then progress into Batch Effects and then migrate the composite into the Batch environment. The timeline is already loaded onto a reel in the desktop. Please note that you do not always have to have a source clip open as a sequence to work with it. You only really open a source clip as a sequence to keep all editorial operations available. For all other desktop gestural operations, you can leave your clip as a source clip. Using either the Reels or the Timeline view, I can navigate to the shot that I would like to work on. I'll swipe to the player and we can start working on the shot. First, we'll apply a Timeline Effects to the segment in the sequence. In previous versions of Flame Premium as well as Smoke Advanced, the Soft Effects tools were always located to the left of the timeline. In the current version of the software, these mechanisms have been replaced with a floating window or what we call an effects ribbon. When your segments are selected in the sequence and you press Control Tab, the effects ribbon will appear just above the selection. So you can make your choice of timeline effects without constantly moving to the left of the interface compared to previous versions. For smoke artists who prefer hotkeys, these tools are still mapped to the same Smoke Advanced hotkeys. But because we have split the color corrector from the color warper, the color warper is not currently mapped to a hotkey. For Flame Artists, all the effects are available in the hotkey editor but by default they are not assigned to any hotkeys. So to change the color of this building, typically I'd apply a color warper to the segment. You have the mini toolbar for minor adjustments but I'll go into the Advanced Editor and I will pull a selective on the brickwork. Let's just have a quick look at the matte view. The key is not perfect so I'll tweak the black and white levels of the key. I'll also hold SHIFT and ALT and proportionately blur the matte. Returning to the result view, I will make this obvious and push the brickwork to a unique shade of blue. 
Now I want only to affect the colour of the brickwork and not everything else around it. So exit the colour warper and press CTRL TAB to call up the effects ribbon. One big limitation in previous versions of Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced was a fixed SoftFX pipeline with a small selection of effects in the timeline. In the current version, this was completely redesigned to use Batch as the underlying pipeline in the sequence. This allows for a much greater variety of timeline effects to be made available without having to dig deep into a flow graph. It also allows for more flexibility to reorder the timeline effects and you will see this in a moment. Click the GMask Timeline Effects to add it to the segment. We'll use this garbage mask to isolate the colour correction to the building. To move the workflow along, I'll jump into the Advanced Editor and load the mask of the building that I did earlier. Now I'll go back to the Timeline view. The mask is currently not limiting the colour correction, so let's reorder the timeline effects. At the moment, the mask is being applied after the colour warper. However, you can pick up the mask and move it before the colour warper. In fact, you can reorder any timeline effects to get what you need. This was not possible in previous versions. Secondly, the mask is currently being assigned to the alpha channel of the segment. You can toggle the alpha on and off using the COMP tool. However, to redirect the mask for limiting colour correction instead of affecting the alpha, select the colour warper in the effects pipeline. To the right of the mini toolbar, enable Use Mask. So the mask will be used by the colour warper but ignored by the alpha channel. These tasks are now achievable in the sequence without having to rely on a flow graph to do this type of work. Moving on, I would like to repair a lot of the grass in the foreground. To do this, I want to use the Paint node in Batch Effects. So ensure the segment is still selected and press CTRL TAB to call up the Effects ribbon. I want to convert the Timeline Effects into nodes so enable Include Timeline Effects. Going into Batch Effects, you can see the node pipeline that is created under the Timeline Effects in the sequence. So you are always working with the same tools but in different views. As before, I'll drag out a custom flow graph I did earlier and connect up the pipeline. Going into the Paint node, if I flick between the Front and Result view, you can see that I've repaired the grass-covered areas. This was then recomped back onto the original shot with the colour-corrected building. Coming back to the schematic view, you can take this workflow even further. In this case, you can choose to move the flow graph out of the sequence into the main batch creative environment. Depending on the job, you might see it necessary to do this but it is not mandatory in all circumstances. To move the flow graph with all the nodes, connections and media, you can use a BFX clip or batch snapshot. I prefer using a BFX clip because it is more visual and gestural which is better in tune with how we work in Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced. To create a BFX clip, hold the META key between the CTRL and ALT buttons on the keyboard and click the node at this point in the flow graph. 
In the pop-up menu, choose Create BFX. All the nodes from this point and downstream will be contained in this newly created BFX clip. So you are essentially keeping everything together for this composite as well as making it portable within the workspace. I'll just select this BFX clip and rename it to Work in Progress. Now there are a few extra benefits of using BFX clips in your general workflow. The BFX clip is just another representation of your work. So you could use it to tidy your schematic as you work. You could delete all the old nodes and just use the BFX clip. If you need to edit the nodes within the BFX clip, you can just call up its properties and explode it open. The other benefit is that you can render it. By multi-clicking the BFX clip, you go to the Timing view and you could press Render. Or you could hold the Meta key and click the BFX clip for the pop-up menu and choose Render. Please note that rendering the BFX clip is not compulsory for any workflow. But you can use the BFX clip as a caching tool in your batch flow graphs. By using intermediate renders in the flow graph, we'll certainly speed up interactivity in very heavy composites. So to move this BFX clip, rendered or unrendered, you use the media panel to move between batch effects and batch and vice versa. Hold CONTROL and swipe the screen to bring up the media panel. Looking at the BFX working area, you will see that the BFX clip is also visible. When you select the BFX clip in the schematic, it will select it in the media panel, but not currently the other way around. So pick up the BFX clip and drop it into a reel. Please note that you cannot drop it into the batch working area directly from batch effects. Now exit batch effects and bring up the reels on the desktop. So the BFX clip is now out of the sequence. Pick up the BFX clip and drop it over the batch working area. This will drop it into batch and change the main creative view to batch. Hold CONTROL and swipe away the media panel. What I found to be very important is that the duration of the BFX clip is the duration of the segment in the sequence. So hold T and click on the BFX clip to set the batch duration. As I mentioned before, you can call up the clip's properties and explode the BFX if you want. So there are the nodes with the footage and all the connections intact. I'll drag out the last section for the composite in the custom node bin to speed things up again. In the last nodes, I added some 3D text going around the statue and I also added a vignette effect using the damage node. Obviously, depending on what you're doing, your node trees can get pretty big, but I'm just showing you an applied workflow. At this point, you could use the render nodes to render the results to the desktop or media library. However, this will only give you the final render and not all the components that make up the composite. So the BFX clip is the best way to keep it all together. Hold the Meta key and click on the Damage node. In the pop-up menu, choose Create BFX. I'll rename this BFX clip to be our finished composite. 
Please note that I am not rendering it. You can do this whenever you want. Bring up the media panel again with control swipe. Drag and drop the BFX clip from the batch working area to a reel in the desktop. You could also drop the BFX clips into the media library if you wanted to save them there. You can also archive as well as wire the BFX clips. All the media, nodes and connections relevant to the composite will be kept inside the BFX clip wherever you put it. Switching back to the timeline view, the BFX clip is visible in the reels and you can also see the sequence we are working with. At this point, you have a few choices to use the BFX clip in the sequence. You could just drag it into the original batch effects composite and work with it there. However, if you like using the timeline to version your shot, you could work slightly differently. Drag the BFX clip onto the track above the original batch effects segment. Just use page up and page down to move the focus point between the versions. You can also select the BFX clip and open it in the batch effects to carry on working with it. And as a reminder, you can still match out all the used sources in the BFX clip to the desktop using space M. And the list can go on. The main point is that you can keep moving back and forth between all the core creative areas without limitation. As I've kept stressing throughout the Workflow-centric series, there is no right way or wrong way with how you can work. What is important is whether you work with Flame Premium or Smoke Advanced, you are not constrained by any workflow. This is a major time saver for all jobs as well as giving you total creative flexibility. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.